Hi, this is Craig Valentine, host of Early to Rise Radio. Have you ever wanted to become wealthier, healthier, wiser, or just have more time to appreciate the finer things in life? On this show, we reveal what high performers are doing every day to be more successful without sacrificing their personal lives. Early to Rise Radio is sponsored by The Perfect Day Formula. Get your free copy of this game-changing success guide at freeperfectdaybook.com. Now let's get started with today's show. Today I'm going to tell you about the one time that Bedros Kulian tried to get me to smoke weed. All right, it's a funny story because it made me look like such a goofball, but it also has valuable personal development lessons. And today I'm going to teach you everything that I learned from Bedros Kulian to become a better man, to improve my businesses, to become a father, get married, find the love of my life, all these things. He was so influential. You're going to love this. My name is Craig Ballantyne. This is the Early to Rise radio podcast. And in this episode, we're going to break down Bedros Kulian's lessons for life for old Craig Ballantyne. So Bedros and I go way back and he and I first met in 2009. I sent him a book in the mail because I thought saw he was doing great things online and he was in the fitness industry, coaching personal trainers, grow their business. And I was like, this dude's pretty cool. I want to get to network with him. And so that's what I did. I was super introverted. I would just send people books in the mail. He thought, oh, this guy was pretty cool. He sent me a book in the mail and we got uh, sending books back and forth. And then he asked me to join his mastermind in 2009. I flew out to California to one of his mastermind events and then... We hit it off and we started our own mastermind in 2010 and we coached people for a long, long time. Now, in it was in late 2009, in October, I believe. No, I think it was early 2010 at our first mastermind meeting. We were helping fitness entrepreneurs build an online business. It's the end of the meeting. And uh, at the end of the meeting on a Saturday afternoon, he's up in his hotel room, says, hey, come on up. We're going to hang out. There was one other guy in the mastermind group. And then there was one of the attendees. And then one of the girls who, uh, my assistant at the time, where they were all up in this room and they were smoking weed. And so I walk in and they're like, hey, you want to smoke some weed? And I looked at them and I said, I don't know how. And, I, and I'm serious. Um, I'm not like Bill Clinton who didn't inhale. When I tried weed once, I... You know, I was like that that funny kid in the movies that just coughs like for 10 minutes. And so I literally didn't know how. And I didn't want to show them that I didn't know how. So I said, I don't know how. And they were high and thought that was the funniest thing that they had ever heard in their life. So Bedros and I joke about that. Now he's come a long way. He doesn't smoke weed anymore. He quit drinking, all of those things. And back then he was not a leader of himself. And so that's, let's go into our first lesson here. Bedros, when I met him, was a leader of people. Absolutely amazing leader of people. He could get hundreds of people to an event because he was California cool, but he was not a leader of himself. And if you've read his book that I think he wrote in about 2017 or 2018, it's called Man Up, you must read it. He gives me two pages. I think it's 54 and 55 in the book. He talks about how when we ran those mastermind meetings, I would show up and tell him we want to have an early dinner. He'd be like, you want to eat it? I think he made fun of me because we, I wanted to eat at six o'clock. Six o'clock is like super late for me then and now. And he's like, man, you, you don't want to go to dinner at eight o'clock? And I was like, no, I want to go to dinner at six o'clock so I can get to bed on time. And what he would do is he would eat a lot of dinner and then go back to his room and work till like two or three in the morning and then be late for a mastermind meeting the next day. And over the years, he's like, I was like six o'clock and then eventually I got him to 5.45 and then 5.30 and then 5 p.m. dinners. And he started to see the benefit of eating early, getting to bed early, getting up early, working early, then having breakfast with me and then going to the mastermind, like getting a day's work done before going to mastermind 
was so much more effective than trying to work at night after we had gone out with mastermind people and, and maybe he had had a few drinks and maybe he smoked weed and he get, didn't get anything done. He was behind on his deadlines. So I showed him how to lead himself. But the biggest thing he taught me was how to lead others. Because when I met him, I was very introverted. Now he's also introverted. Well, I, had, I had many introverted tendencies and he has introverted tendencies. We like to be alone, but man, that guy can turn it on in a group of other people. And his Man Up book is all about developing the five levels of leadership with the first being the leadership of yourself, which is where he gets the information from me. Some of it as he improved his discipline. Today, he's He's mastered self-leadership uh, and self-discipline and self-development, and he teaches that to many other people. But he needed to start uh, improving it for himself back then. But the leadership that he showed me of other people was about lifting them up, about giving people an environment in which they can flourish. And it required a lot more communication than I was willing to do and difficult conversations, difficult discussions and challenging conversations, which I tended to shy away from and avoid for a long time. Even in the many years after I met him, I had to see him do this. I had to see him sit down and have conversations heart to heart, eye to eye with people that he's a really a master of. And he had those conversations with me. I was on the receiving end of some very powerful feedback that improved me. So he taught me to be a leader of others and I taught him to lead himself. And when he combined those, he really developed this powerful leadership that, I mean, he's got millions of followers on YouTube, millions of followers on Instagram. He's been on the biggest podcast. He was recently on Sean Ryan's podcast. He was on Chris Williamson's podcast. He's been on Tom Bilyeu's podcast. He's been on Ed Milet's podcast. These are the biggest podcasts in personal development. He's been on them because his message is so powerful. And one year, he and I were speaking at Joe Polish's Genius Network event. And I was doing the traditional productivity and somehow the conversation shifted dramatically. Um, it was an interview. Joe was interviewing the two of us and it was it was actually kind of okay. It wasn't like the best content we'd ever delivered because it's kind of all over the place. And then Bedros, for one of the first times in his life in a public setting, admitted that he was molested when he was a young boy. And then how he had turned that, you know, molestation, that hard time in his life, he had turned that adversity into advantage through his mindset. And he called out the people in the audience and said, you know, everybody in here is rich. They know what to do, but you're out of shape and your, your marriage is suffering because you haven't healed yourself. And that was like the most powerful moment of the entire weekend. He got so many messages after. And I think that was like a catalyst for him to take his, like, he had never really talked about it before. And then he started talking about it a lot. And that really helped people connect with him and for him to lead so many other people to grow his audience. So powerful, powerful stuff there. So it's funny to see him go from trying to lead me to weed, tried to lead me to weed, but now he leads millions of men to better lives because he doesn't, he left the weed behind. He left the alcohol behind. He left the bad habits behind. So I like to think that I played a small part in helping him. Now, the second thing after leadership of others that Bedros taught me was to be California cool. Now, I am not California cool, but I started out as Canadian cold because with my introverted tendencies, we would run these masterminds together. I would walk in the room, Canadian cold, go to my seat and just hope like, man, I just can't wait for these 10 minutes of awkward, you know, small talk, chit chat, and so that we can get to the meeting and I can lecture everybody on how to run an online business or how to be more disciplined or how to have a morning routine because I was just not a great communicator in that conversational setting. But Bedros would walk in and he would walk up and he'd be like, Pete, how you doing, man? Good to see you, man. Hey. What's up? Hey, I see you training. You know, just California cool because he lives in California. So I call it a California cool. And I realized 
there was two ways to go through life. Canadian cold where you don't make a connection or California cool where you make that connection that people are willing to share with you their troubles, the real reasons why they're not writing the headlines that, that I would tell them how to write. Like I would give them the practical advice, the million dollar advice that if you just did this, if you just wrote your headline and wrote your sales page exactly like I tell you to do it, you'll make a million dollars. People got that information, but they didn't do it. What Bedros did was he came in and made that connection and understood why, why you were procrastinating on your goals that then allowed him to help you get over that procrastination, that trauma that was holding you back, which then allowed you to finally be that person who had confidence to follow through, who was then finally ready to take the Canadian cold guy's information that was cone sto uh, stone cold copywriting and actually apply it. So he and I are like this super power team together when we work on that. Plus he can deliver uh, stone cold copywriting advice too. But it was that California coolness that I realized I had to model and I had to improve because up until about 2018, whenever I tried to run events on my own, it was very difficult. It was, you know, because it got off to such a slow start because it was, I was so cold at the start that until I learned the California coolness to warm everybody up, man, the first hour to an event just were not great. And so it was the California coolness. I modeled it. Now, here's a lesson for you. If you see somebody who's doing something that you want to get better at, you watch them and you observe, and then you ask them, how do you do that? And then you take that information and you try it and you get feedback from that person who watches you try it and they tell you what to do next. And then you do it again and you go through that iterative loop a million times. And the next thing you know, you're much better. Even on camera, he would say to me, Craig, you got to have that James Bond half cock smile on camera. Can't be stone cold lecturing all the time because people don't want to see that sad scowly face. So it's that, it's that James Bond cold uh, half-cocked smile that allows me to better get my message across to somebody. I still kind of go back to the stone cold face sometimes, but I'm trying to, not trying to, I am doing what he says and I'm getting feedback on. So he taught me how to be a better leader of others. He taught me how to be California cool. And third is he taught me how to grow a powerful mastermind group through the sales and market because he is an incredible sales person. He is incredible at marketing. So I don't just want to say he's good with relationships. He's great with relationships and networking too, but he's probably even better at sales and marketing. And he showed me how to get people into a room. So he taught me how to run perfect life retreat events where we had 300 people coming 2017, 18 and 19 pre-COVID. We had these 300 people events. I had Lewis Howe speak. I had Jason Capital speak. I had Tim Grover speak in 2018 when, you know, Tim is now speaking at for professional athletes and all this type of stuff. I mean, he's probably a hundred grand a speech now, but back then I got him at a much lower rate. And Tim is the ultimate professional of speaking. He will sit in his room and sign 300 books the night before he speaks at your event. He will come to every session at your event and watch the speakers and adjust his presentation because of somebody said something 12 hours before him. He is pro among pros when it comes to speakers. And that's why everybody wants him to speak. So I had these events and Bedros taught me to choreograph the event so that that I could then sell my mastermind from stage. And I remember 2019 practicing over and over again, my main presentation, and then filming it and sending it to Bedros for him to critique it before I got on stage to deliver it. And that year, I think we added 20 new members to our mastermind from what he taught me. And he taught me how to grow that powerful mastermind. And because of that, you know, we weren't able to have the event the next year through COVID, but that mastermind was able to survive COVID and come out stronger today. And we're having an event in California in May of 2024 
before. So if you're watching this in, in advance of that, Bedros is speaking, Jason Capital is speaking, Vince Del Monte is speaking. We are going to have over a billion dollars worth of sales in the room teaching sales, marketing, productivity, leadership, and accountability to our members there. And if you want to learn more, just drop a comment down below saying mastermind or hit me up on Instagram at Real Craig Valentine about the California mastermind with big Bedros schooling. The fourth thing he taught me was be generous with time. I was always generous with money. Bedros used to come to our Toys for Tots event when um, in the mid 2015 era, from 2013 to 2018, we ran an event in Denver every Christmas where we did a workshop and then went out and took a bunch of entrepreneurs to Walmarts and we bought a whole bunch of toys and we gave them to the Marine Corps toy, toy drive called Toys for Tots. And Bedros came out many, many years and he bought a lot of toys and I bought a lot of toys. So it was easy for me to throw money at stuff. But what Bedros taught me was to be generous with time. Bedros will have a hundred people over to his house for a barbecue when we had a mastermind. Every Thanksgiving, he has 30 or 40 people to a friend's giving and he makes steak. He never makes turkey. He always cooks steaks because he just wants to be different. And he will just give time and time and time and he will take people out to dinner and he'll do so much for so many people. And for me, I thought charity was just like, I'll donate here, I'll donate there, I'm done with it. But it's not just about money. He taught me to be generous with time, mentoring people, speaking. You know, when Bedros speaks, you got two options. You pay him 50 grand, it's probably 100 grand now. You pay him 50 or 100 grand, or he does it for free because he likes you. Because he'll give you his time if your cause is worthwhile. And it's super powerful. So Bedros taught me another powerful lesson to be generous with time because that is so important. And finally, here's, here's a very cute Bedros story. This is a story you might not hear these days. You might not even think Bedros is capable of this because if you watch him now, you know, he's got a great podcast and he gives powerful lessons and he, he speaks his podcast as if he's talking with like the 20 year old version of himself. So it's kind of gruff, right? And then he does a modern day night project, very gruff, right? You're putting 30 men through hell, only 10 of them make it through the five days and he does all the other stuff. And, and he does come across a little gruff, you know, calling people out, telling you not to be fat, that sort of stuff. He's always been like that, but you know, he just, um, he's been, he's a little bit more harsh, harder these days. <laughs> He's not always been like that. And I've seen the softer side of him. So in 2018, might've been 2018, very, oh, it wasn't 2018 because I was in Africa that, that summer. Maybe 2017 or 2019. Bedros takes his family to, to Scotland, England. And he invites me to come along because I'm kind of like part of the family. So we go there and we're in London, England, the day before we're taking a train to Scotland. And this is kind of neat. There's um, at this one train station in London, there's this, there's like, you know, there's door number one, two, three, four. And there's like nine and three quarters, which is like this Harry Potter thing. And so we get there and like Andrew, his son is getting pictures of the Harry Potter thing. And all of a sudden, Andrew realizes he forgot his lion, his stuffed lion at the hotel. And I'm like, yeah, maybe the hotel can like ship it to us or something. And Bedros is like, no, bro, when you have kids, you'll understand, but I got to go back to this hotel. So he jumps in one of those black cabs and he goes back to the hotel and he like chases down housekeeping or somehow he gets in the room and he finds it. Cause it was, you know, like he put stuff on the bed and then, you know, the covers are all messed up and you lose things in the covers of hotels. I'm sure there's been crazy things found there, right? So he gets this bear and he gets back, or sorry, lion, gets back just in time for us to get on the train. And again, he goes, bro, you, you won't understand it until you have kids. And I just thought that's a powerful lesson because Pedro says this, of all the things he's ever done in life, the most important accomplishment he's had is being a great dad. And he is a great dad because on that trip, I remember we went to a sushi restaurant in Edinburgh, Scotland. It was really good sushi too. Uh, surprisingly, not surprisingly, I'm 
take it however you want. But there was another American family that walked in. Their kids were screaming and on iPads. At our table, Bedros's kids were eating sushi with chopsticks, talking to the family. They didn't have a single iPad the entire trip. They engaged in conversation. We played this game of pointing out castles when we were driving, because we drove from Edinburgh to Loch Ness to see the Loch Ness monster. And you know, it's a long drive, and we we're just pointing out castles. There was no electronics. They were so respectful to their parents. And the kids were like nine and 10 years old. So it might've been a longer time than 2000. It definitely wasn't 2019. I can't remember when it was, but it was a powerful trip for me to see him being such a great dad to his kids. And he is a great dad and his kids are so well-adjusted and so well-raised. Man, he inspires me to spend more time with my kids, to do what he did. He used to write these emails to this email address for his son. And he must have wrote dozens, hundreds of emails. And I've seen people recommend this. Bedros is doing it. 15 years ago. So powerful lessons, be a how to be a leader of others, how to be California cool so you warm people up, how to grow a powerful mastermind group through effective sales and marketing and presentations. He taught me how to be generous with my time and most important, he taught me how to be a great dad, hopefully, because you know my goal is to be a great dad. So if you want to come and get some of Bedros's lessons, I want you at our California Mastermind. It's May 1st to 3rd, 2024 with Bedros, Jason Capital, who's been another student of Bedros. Those guys are great friends. Vince Del Monte, another student of Bedros. Be uh, I think Vince hires Bedros for hundred grand a year. And it's not hundred grand to come to our event. It's very low investment. So drop a comment down below mastermind or message me on Instagram at real Craig Ballantyne asking about the California mastermind. Can't wait to see you there because it is going to change your life just like Pedro's has changed mine. I'm Craig Valentine from Early to Rise Radio. We'll see you in the next episode.